Welcome to your Realtor Success Channel in Northwest Florida with your host, Tim Whittemore with the Whittemore Group. If you're a new agent or a seasoned agent looking to better yourself and your career and or looking into the opportunities of being an agent with LPT Realty, look no further. Tim breaks down the things you need to know without all the hype and fluff, so stick around. Are you a new agent? or somebody that's considering getting into real estate and you wanna know some of the prospecting tips of becoming an agent, we are in the right place. In this video, we're gonna go over some prospecting tips that will make or break you at the beginning part of your career. So stick around. What's up everybody, this is Tim Whittemore here with the Whittemore Group with LPT Realty coming at you with some more great information. Whether you're a brand new agent, experienced agent, or looking to grow to that brokerage size or team lead size, you're in the right place. I've been through it all. I've been the buyer's agent, the single agent, the team lead, the ops manager. I've done it in three different states and man, have I made so many mistakes. So what I'd like to do is to give those mistakes to you so you don't make them. You can live vicariously through me and be that rock star agent. If you find this useful, make sure to go ahead and hit that subscribe button and click that little bell so you're notified every single time we got a new video coming out. And they always say that you are the sum of the three voices that you surround yourself with. Let me be one of those voices to help you get to the next part of your career. All right, so let's go into the next step. Let's talk about the prospecting tips for a new real estate agent. So what's the first step? The first step is to find a goal. All you gotta do is find that goal. So what is it? Is it a financial goal? That's what most of us have. So what I would do is set that goal up. Be like, hey, I need to make X amount of money. Or I want to get so much gross commission income or GCI. Could be sales volume. Maybe you're competing in your office. Whatever that is, figure out what that is going to be for you and let's break it down. So hey, the average commission price in my market, that's actually, you know, 3%. What is the average sales price in the market that I want to work in? Let's figure that that out, right? Now we figured out a gross commission income, figure out what your split is gonna be with your brokerage. And then from there, you can calculate what it costs, you know, what you're gonna make per transaction, and then just do the math, <laughs> divide that by what you wanna make, and now you know the number of transactions that you need to complete each year. Break that down to the month, and now you know how many you need to close per month. So the next, let's do the math. All right, now that we figured out the closings, let's talk about prospecting, because that's what you're here for, right? Is the prospecting side of it. So if you want to take a look at this, most leads are going to take this exact step. So you're gonna start with how many contacts, how many people you either call on the phone, how many people you talk to, how many people reply to your emails, whatever, right? Direct conversations is what I'm talking about. And how this works typically, now for cold calls, it's gonna be a little bit higher. For people that you know and people that love you, it's probably a little bit lower. But on average, 12 contacts with people, conversations about real estate lead to one lead. Now typically, it takes about five leads for you to get one appointment, a buyer's appointment or a listing appointment or an investor appointment. Same thing as a buyer, if you ask me. <laughs> and then out of those two appointments, one is gonna go to contract. So if you break down all that math, that's about 122 actual contacts to get to a contract. Now some is gonna be more and it's things will be different as you get better at your prospecting or whatever that you're doing, but that's a good rule of thumb. Now what I'm gonna say for your prospecting, especially as a newer agent, is I want you to work on your core. 
all right? When I'm talking about your core are the core things that new agents have that they should be working. What are some of those? So first and foremost is your SOI. And almost everybody's gonna teach you this and it's because it's so important. No matter what market that you get into, working your SOI is good if it's a buyer's market or it's a seller's market. It doesn't matter, it's shift proof. No matter what it shifts, there's always gonna be something there. But basically your SOI are people that already know, like, and trust you. And if you don't know if they know, like, and trust you, call them and find out. <laughs> so compile a huge list of everybody you know that's in the market or in the market that you live in and then give them a call. It's basically just letting everybody know that knows you that you're in real estate. Woo! Right? And they'll want to support you most of the time. <laughs> I have to say that. All right, and then what I'm gonna say next for your next prospecting is to start doing open houses. I can tell you when I first got into this industry, I moved from a place and I didn't know anybody. I knew like five people in Florida and it's because I was in the military and I moved all around and I really didn't wanna do real estate in upstate New York for obvious reasons. <laughs> So uh, what I did is when I moved here, I started to look into open houses. So what I did at the first brokerage, I would go ahead and ask other people, hey, what listings do you have? Do you mind if I sit your open house? So I would just sit other people's open houses in my brokerage. Now, my brokerage didn't have all the best listings, so depending upon your state, I would just go to anybody else, any other brokerage that would let me sit their listings, and I would just sit theirs. And I would, I would sit somewhere around two to three listings a week, up to four at one point, <laughs> and just waited for strangers to come in. It's easy because you're gonna sit there and if you're brand new at real estate, what a great opportunity not to play on your phone, but actually study other real estate, listen to tapes, read books, go through trainings, look over your state's contracts and agreements. That's what I did. And that way I multiplied that time and I was able to meet strangers. The next part is cold calling. There's a lot of places like Keller Williams is a good example of that, hey, we're gonna be cold callers and that's how you're gonna get to this business. There's nothing wrong with it. I personally didn't like it, but if you're good at it or you don't have another choice and that's how you're gonna stay in real estate, well, go do it, go do it. So cold call the free leads first. Uh, your cold calls could be like your for sale by owners. Your brokerage may have access to a list or generations of lists. You can go online and find these lists as well. You can find owners for certain properties or you can purchase a monthly subscription to something like Red X or it could be Vulcan 7 or anything else where you can get numbers and you can call for sale by owners. You can call expired listings. You can circle prospect. You can do all those different things. The great part about calling is that you can do it from anywhere, which is great. You don't actually have to drive out to these specific places. But speaking of, if you really want that effectiveness, start doing some door knocking. Yeah, I know that sounds scary. It's one of the ways that I started my business as well. I door knocked with the open houses to invite people to the open house, right? And when I did that, we had a lot of people that surprisingly enough would go, well, I'm not, but I know somebody else that is selling. So yeah, go ahead and talk to them. So my team lead at the time actually did the math. I door knocked about once a week with the open house, the one of the three open houses I was doing. And he said, on average, the amount of doors that you hit, that you made about 33 bucks per door. Wow. <laughs> so consistency is gonna be key with pretty much anything, but with door knocking, that was the biggest surprise. But last but not least is gonna be networking. And I'll tell you a little story about my networking too. So trying to find some new people, especially when I moved to a new place, was trying to figure out just making friends and, and figuring out what everything was. So what I ended up doing is I joined a social sports league, like an adult kickball league, I know. That's 
kind of crazy, but I joined one of those leagues and started making friends throughout the area. And in so doing, you know, they got to know me as the real estate agent and I ended up closing a bunch of deals still because of that networking. I've closed even more deals after the fact that, that keep coming buy, sell and referrals. So if, if you don't want to go out and play kickball, it could be anything. It could be any social group. It could be your kids stuff. It could be whatever that's, that's going to be more convenient for you, but find somebody or find a group with similar interests. I know church groups do this as well. Find somebody else and, and find people with similar interests and network with them. Let them know you're a real estate agent. You'd be surprised how many people will refer you out. <laughs> and then you're like, oh yeah, I know I know Tim. He's, he's a great real estate agent. I volunteer with him on the weekends and doing this and that. So networking is another great way to do that. So there are your five core prospecting tips for new real estate agents. Now there are a ton more, but these are the most common that we've seen, especially me as a coach and me as a team lead, something that I've seen have wild success over the past decade or so. <laughs> so go ahead and try these out. If you have any questions about anything I mentioned here, please leave it in the comments below. I love hearing from you guys, I really do. Plus it also helps my SEO. <laughs> No shame. And also, if you do have questions, or even if you're curious, you're moving here to the Emerald Coast, you want to become a agent here on the team, or if you're curious about joining LPT anywhere in the United States, you know, please give me a call, reach out to me. We'll set up a quick call, get on the calendar and see what we can do to help you out there. But again, my name's Tim Whittemore. I'm with the Whittemore Group here with LPT Realty, and we'll see you in our next video. Take care. That's all we have for today. To learn more about becoming a real estate agent and or LPT Realty, make sure to hit that subscribe button and please leave us a review. Also, make sure you check him out and subscribe to his YouTube channel, Your Realtor Success Channel in Northwest Florida. And make sure to follow him on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. If you are thinking about joining LPT Realty on the Emerald Coast of Florida or anywhere in the United States, be sure to give them a call, text, or email because he has the tools to help you get to the next level of your career.